and this is where I see jealousy and envy as a very destructive how to say I would call it a mental disease in that using your same analogy with the skyscraper if I look at somebody else's function and compare their function to my own so for instance somebody is coming to put in the carpets but I think let's say I'm the one putting in the carpets right and I see you doing the electrical I'm thinking way he has such this this big important role in this building and he had to run these electric these electrical and he might be getting paid so much more and all i doing is just running some carpets and now i am jealous of what you are doing and i'm envious of what you are doing i'm i'm wishing it was me doing nothing and i'm downplaying the important role that i have and now the building has no carpets it's dusty it's uncomfortable for anybody coming in why because i don't place value on the function that i have i'm focusing on somebody else's rule right. i think that demonstrates a strong lack of self-worth right. i think it's important for us to look within ourselves and extract the gifts that we have and use those gifts in conjunction with other people to build a skyscraper i, I want to link to what you're saying about self-worth and young people were very right in this very simple phrase that haters are confused admirers. That's how we need to see jealousy. Haters are just confused admirers. So sometimes the negative comments that we get from other people. You are doing something that maybe they were too afraid to do. Or when you're achieving it, it might make them feel small. Yeah. But you know the, the important thing we have to learn about jealousy is to treat it the same as you know the negative comments that come from jealousy is to treat it the same as praise. It is just as useless as people praising you for the wonderful things you do. Yeah. Just as useless as to useful. you. No, I really do mean useless. <laughs> too much consideration <laughs> of other people's praise yeah. could mess with your head too. And mm. take it off of your focus. True. Yes, ma'am. True. Because in people's praise, we might think that we've reached the epitome of what we're capable of achieving. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that we, you know, light years ahead of what people even mm-hmm. think is possible. I think of somebody like Usain Bolt, for example. Had a person like that focused on people's praise, as opposed to what in your head is, you know, something that is not yet achieved that I might be able to do. It stunts you. Mm-hmm. So, Y'all are young people doing degrees. And people might say, what a wonderful thing you're doing. Which might fool you into a sense of comfort of what is the, the you know, the optimum, the pinnacle of your, of your capability. When maybe in your family, in our country, we have seen nothing like what you're capable of doing. Therefore, we have nothing to measure it to. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm saying praise is good. And as going back to my point that self-esteem is good for young people. Us encouraging. But as a an individual now, both praise and criticism have to be treated the same by you. Mm-hmm. We're looking at it to see where there's a merit, but we ain't really given it more value in our lives than it should have. Because we're not going to allow it to keep us from the work of building ourselves. It depends on no where you put yeah. your, your value and as, as he said, your perspective mm-hmm. and just genuinely wanting to help because you will work in such a way that not everybody will treat you good but good opportunities will come your way as a good person mm-hmm. and and therefore when you position yourself as you were saying in the right place in the right up like if somebody asks like if one asks 
Imagine, I couldn't be here today. Sure, no problem, you know, because you're here to give. You're here to, to see what is important. I'm not on the movement in terms of, like, how you guys are committed in it by bringing out the podcast all the time. But if this is something that is valuable to him, then somebody who's on the outside, I'm not in the mix, but I could add a value by just being present here yeah. today. Mm-hmm. And therefore, what he's saying is true. Opportunities, more opportunities will come in because you don't know who's listening to your <coughs> podcast. You don't know whose lappy podcast is going to lay on. Yeah. And therefore, you have to give and see what is valuable in that moment to the person who is in need. And sometimes... I think we always just give persons stuff if we have a good relationship with them. Mm-hmm. You understand? Opposed sure. to just being <laughs> yeah, good, yeah, just yeah, given. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't know you all really, but I'm here. I don't know you, but I'm in your house. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, no, but you understand what I'm saying in terms of relationship and, and, and connection. Yeah. Now, this has opened an opportunity to get to know you guys better. Yeah. But that's not what brought me here. You understand? So at the end of the day, it's always given value to what is valuable to someone else. And I think a lot of times, bringing it back to the point of what he was saying with older people, yeah, it, 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 it's twofold. Because sometimes some of them do see and give any value in what young people want to do. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, they want a TV in a room. The older folks, okay, granny, they'll give you the five. They don't know how, what TV, what model, what brand to buy you, but they'll give you a thousand dollars towards it. That's just a vague example. But then there are some older folks who they themselves don't see the value in themselves and living in life in regret, so they're grumpy. So anything you want to do to move forward, they will always be against it. They're not going to give into it. You're just saying, okay, like I work on a job, I'm the youngest person there, and everybody else is is older than me in age and every opportunity you see to increase the wood production at a faster rate at a less with less labor in it they'll be like no 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 we just do like this mm-hmm. all the time but i, I like I've, I've understood as a young person is that they are not willing enough to change because they don't think that they are capable to do it. Next big topic, fear. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and because, and, and it's, yeah, and power, and not just because of fear and power, but also, do you see yourself worthy enough that you have the ability to? Because if you looked at yourself from a place where I have the capabilities to do this, then you will try and even if you fail trying the point is you tried and in trying you just supported me and us working better because this is not beneficial to me alone it's beneficial to all of us in our work environment and therefore how you see yourself how you see opportunities your value system and the perspective in which you view things will determine what you will try and what you will not try because the fear will be there i studied in sciences and I'm working in an organization that is admin, accounts, you name it. And that's opposite from what I studied. When I went to university, I didn't finish university, but when I went, I went to study dance, which is totally opposite from where I'm working. But because I'm, I was placed in this position where I'm working right now, I had to shift my value and be willing to learn from the older heads to be capable to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And therefore, with the older heads, they have to have that exchange as well. But it all depends on how you place that value system on your life and your self-worth 
and I have the ability to do this. I might not be a master at it. Everybody doesn't have to be majors, but there are some areas you could minor in. So. A big one, yeah, that's recording. <laughs> <laughs> so one, it's, it's true. So with the older heads, yes, I agree there are some of them that are grumpy, but my question is, what are you so upset about that you look at someone's life and you're like, they spread their misery. Yeah. So you'll find out. No. They're about to find out. There's no, no, that's no, no, no. Now, you made the point just now that it kind of comes down to, as you mentioned, it's, it's like a fear. You, you, mm-hmm. Or you don't see yourself as capable of being able to bring about this. I, I can't do this. Doesn't. But is it so much that, or is it. Your environment. When. Now, with the environment, see. you're a young lady. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, you are the youngest on your. Mm-hmm. your work environment they see the youngest person coming with the best idea and i am let's say 50 55 60 mm-hmm. i'm almost at retirement age and for all these years i was never able to bring an idea that is that good mm-hmm. that's a wide sweeping stereotype mm-hmm. boy no 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 the thing is is it so much that i don't think i'm capable of doing it or I don't want to submit to a young person mm-hmm. bringing the idea. Because plenty mm-hmm. times is when a young face mm-hmm. comes with something different. All you men, all you, all you, well, young men or young women, all you don't know what they're doing. I hear a long time. Yeah, yeah, as you mentioned, yeah. is this how we just do it here? Yeah. But I mean, I mean, I study this. I, you know, I've, I've seen the way people do this. I've, I've seen the mm-hmm. inadequacies in the way you do it. And mm-hmm. maybe if we try this way, we could get done in like, you know, half the time. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I I here for 40 no, years. No, you know, no, I know no, what this no, is. No, no, only thing, only no, book no, knowledge. No, and, t- right. and that's the thing. The, so sometimes, mm-hmm. it's, I don't know if it's, as I mentioned, it's a case where they intimidated. Or insecure. Exactly or insecure. Because, because exactly what you're saying there is the truth. Now, and it's twofold because I have one person on my job yeah, who is very open. Who is very open to the new ideas and the changes, right? <laughs> and then there's one person, just what you are saying, I've worked here over 40 years. So they're embarrassed to feel like somebody just come here like six months now and mm-hmm. you just changing up the way that you do so it's really twofold because as and as she rightfully said everybody is different mm-hmm. and everybody's perspective by the end of the day we come here for one vision you're sitting yeah. down here because your vision is to change to have impact and bring change so so even in, in a work environment no matter what age you are what is your vision your vision here is to complete a task yeah. whatever we do to complete the task is whatever but the main idea is the task has to be completed and a lot of times with older folks as you rightfully said they like by sitting down here you can't be coming and showing up like this but then at the same time with their years of experience will Mm -hmm. also add some value to what you are doing it it, it, there's a yes you see the thing with that they basically do understand or see in themselves enough that they build the foundation and mm. that is how we had to look at as, as parents and thing, right? You build a foundation, your children had to build on that foundation and go further to leave for their children. Mm-hmm. It's like leaving, you know, you can't be to the next generation, but you have to know when you're to watch out. Mm-hmm. And that's actually something <laughs> yeah. that right. has to that's Well, no, no, sorry, me, my mom, and Elijah was talking. 
and we just stood on right here just talking now it wasn't no deep discussion but it, it, it started to get a leap now but so we were just talking about how, how grandma just move and things sometimes <laughs> and you know now like you don't really realize how much she it's like all right perfect example what we was actually talking about is how gra- grandma will coastal lend me the car right how much i drive in three plus years now now like elijah driving longer than cream well cream driving me and cream get a license around the same time now like, grandma coasting to lend me the car right we prove over and over that we could drive again i laxed it already but it wasn't my it honestly wasn't my fault now when the brakes now the brakes on father like, i really was given problems so i didn't get any power on the brakes now so i had to clear up that you know now but normal thing and she of course especially how the way she of course with elijah because elijah is not a child it's not like to say like elijah is 20 elijah's turning 24 next month next next two or three months now that's the thing right and she of course and we we sit down we talk with mommy and i was telling mommy you know in reality as was she way, you know, you and daddy was moving to be like because we are somebody same carting and we was going up by the Nation of Islam mosque up in Port of Spain now. And that daddy playing basketball and would be there before. And he damaged he back now. Right? So he back was really hurting for good. It was really, really hurting, right? It was kinda I shouldn't laugh, but it was kinda funny now, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's something we can laugh at now now. Daddy back really hurting. So I said, Daddy, I know the rough. Daddy you're my drive. Nah, thing, thing, thing. I got us in that. You know, maybe I could drive and I could just rock back now. I say, alright, rock back, front seat, buckle up, cool. And the thing, I talk to my mom. I say, mommy, you know, I feel like we reach this age where we step in firmly into adulthood, and all you struggling to pass on the torch. That's exactly how we put, right? Because it's like. You don't have to worry. And there's something I always tell my mom, right? I say, mom, you know, you don't have to worry about me. To the extent that I was now saying, you know, mom, I love you and I appreciate that you, you worry about me because you care. And I don't understand that. But I say, mom, you know, I is not, it's not 14, I is not 15 anymore. <laughs> you know, mom, I, I mean, I'm still young, but I mean, if, and I, it's like, I, I don't want to say, you know, mom, if something is wrong, I will tell you something is wrong. So if if you if I don't tell you nothing, that means I have everything under control <laughs> at the moment to say that I worry yeah. too much because and then she'll say, Oh thing, thing I said, Mommy, you know, at the age where legally I can go buy a house and move out tomorrow, I don't have the money to buy cut if I have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if I was to really move out, you wouldn't be you know, I mean you could visit whenever you want because your mom I can't block I can't block it. But if you show up, you can't show up right through to get it today. You know, you think, 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 you're good. You're th- Mommy, I'm good. If I'm not good, I'll lay on. I'll have to pass on torch. I'm yeah. agreeing with that. So, I bring in my perspective as a parent. <laughs> it's always difficult to catch up with where your children reach mm-hmm. and let them go. And as I'm getting older myself, there is a difficulty in passing on the torch because I find that when you hit 40, you begin, at least for me, you begin to worry about your relevance in the world. At least that was my experience, right? What was I supposed to do? Have I done it? Am I going to die without having done these things that I was supposed to do? But I I want to link what you said to maturity. And I feel that a big part of maturity is trying to overcome seeing the world through stereotypes. Mm -hmm. So 
we think young people like this and old people like that but one of the things you will come to understand is that plenty of the things we experience in life kind of lay on us so you were describing the older people at work who they, they're not receptive to your ideas mm-hmm. I had to head a department where everybody was older than me mm-hmm. that wasn't that was not an easy experience mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. and I thought a lot of what you thought but then I came to understand that there are things that happen in a person's workplace mm-hmm. that could shake their sense of worthiness mm-hmm. so I was glad that you all chose worthiness as the topic mm-hmm. and and you know self self-worth because mm-hmm. the difference is one is how am I thinking about myself this is self-worth right how am I thinking about myself in relation to what things I've achieved what good characteristics mm-hmm. I have worthiness is I great because I born the end the end and where that feeling mm-hmm. I great because I born the end so however you treat to me that might be a flaw in you not necessarily something missing in me mm-hmm. is a thing that a lot of people go through life mm-hmm. missing and a lot of us forget that when we have to treat other people so See. we forget that you're dealing with people who are worthy mm-hmm. so you know you might so so what y'all were describing is, is now a power issue mm-hmm. when I don't feel worthy mm-hmm. I'd show you my power externally. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not cool that I am powerful because I am. Mm-hmm. I have to demonstrate that power to you. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm, I'm agreeing that there's a little difficulty mm-hmm. passing on it all. See, and the biggest thing with that, the statement you made just now, right? You know, as you turn 40, mm-hmm. then you start to more or less. Question. Yeah, then you more or less. That is when you now start to self-reflect and that is something we talk about mm-hmm. the other day. Right, self-reflection yeah. supposed to be from now. Before from the time now. you understand well not now as a now yeah. but you know, from the time you understand the things are wrong here, supposed to self-reflect. You yeah. can't wait until well I a certain age, but am I dead just now? And that is what has gone with plenty of people, am I yeah. dead just now? You know, let my child change movies. And you know, that is what has caused so much internal problem mm. so you start to fight this battle with yourself mm. that you more or less you can be seeing yourself losing because the thing is you never take all the time to really get to know who you are mm-hmm. and that is why people plenty of people just want to demonstrate power because of the insecurity as a young man mm. see my father was my hero and I use emphasis on was because mm. my father he I wish I had his genetics. My father is six foot something and I'm five nine. Right? <laughs> he big, he's strapped, the man voice deep. And he just scare people from the minute this family scene. He's a mil- he's a military kind of person. So mm-hmm. you know you have a scary face. He was always my hero and I grew up with that idea in the back mm-hmm. of my head. Mm-hmm. Until the point where I have no idea what happened, but maturity kicked in mm-hmm. and I observed things about him, I saw things about him and I realized that he's not the person that he, he that I thought he was he was. Because my father was the type of person before he leave home, he would call his family downstairs, he would hold her hands and pray. Mm-hmm. He's the type of father that if he's home, he was before we go to sleep, he would sit down with us and he would read the Bible to us or he read a Bible story to us. Mm-hmm. 
if he go to work and he didn't have time to stay on to pray with us, he will call and make sure we pray. Or if not, stay on the line while we finish pray so he could be involved. Mm. But one day you wake up and you realize that's something different. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know? And seeing that change in my father, seeing um, and realizing that it wasn't something that now happened, it was something that always existed. You know, the mm. womanizing, the gambling, everything mm -hmm. else. And that the family wasn't as perfect as immature me always thought it was to be yeah you know he has three sons one daughter and it broke us it broke me but as the oldest son mm -hmm. i didn't show it i was thought that you know mom and dad have their own trouble going on who going to look after my three but my two brothers and my sister because even now i just tell my mother you all never took the time to sit down and talk with us and tell us what is going on or mm -hmm. whatnot. And you all have no idea how that affected us because at the time when that happened, I was going through some major exams. Mm -hmm. And you all didn't even sit down to say, well, Shaq, don't worry about it. Go and do your exams. Mm -hmm. And after I bottled up every time, took care of my siblings and make sure that every day I would go into the room and, hey, all right, you're doing good. I have to take over the role now as a parent. I have to go to school for parents, teachers, or so um, for parents meeting and whatnot in place of a parent. And I realized how hard it is it affected my siblings, especially my sister, because she's the only girl in the house. Mm -hmm. That the day when I have to listen to her form teacher tell me that oh she needs you know she needs normally before she's to be the, she's the brightest girl in the school. I like to boast about that. Mm -hmm. And they say the only problem they have with her is she and her best friend they like to sit down in a corner and always talking and they always like tell her she needs to stop talking or they have to separate them mm -hmm. but they have no other problems and then the teacher will look at me and tell me i wish she could go back like that because now she says she needs, does not laugh she does not smile anymore because she just comes and sit down as though she's just a shell and she just daydreams she yes she passes her exams and still co arms make the top score but she doesn't smile and mm -hmm. she wished that she could go back to the child that she had to tell stop talking and mm -hmm. that broke me. Mm -hmm. That really broke me. And I knew I I realized that it wasn't only affecting them, it was affecting me. Because I wasn't focusing on me all the time. It was just them. Yeah. Mom, mom have to work two jobs now. Mom already sick so bad already too. And we I know she feeling bad because she'll watch us and she'll smile and she said, Don't worry, something will happen. But behind her, the, your eyes are sell it out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I used to sit down and cry for my brother. Because I know she yeah what's up the eyes are the other yeah and i will cry because i know my mother hurts him but she will not show it mm -hmm. she will not tell us but i could see it in her eyes well, i was like you know what she's a woman and god know why he made woman because woman is one of the most strongest things i always tell myself that mm -hmm. i say yeah i have a mother so i'm not gonna make it so i can't worry mm -hmm. and eventually i realized you know what i'm making sure everybody could go about me then i started kicking shock you know, you up for 24 hours now, you're sleeping. Mm -hmm. Shaq, you know how long, how much time you walk up along in this spot? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Mm -hmm. I realized I talk into the wall, I talk into myself and asking for answers and questions sometimes. And you know, you're really going crazy when it is you ask a question and you're answering. Mm -hmm. You're quarreling, you feel like you're quarreling with somebody, yeah. but it's really yourself you're quarreling with. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was so hurt, I was so torn apart. And I've been a young man, I've grown up. I have many unfortunate traumatic experiences, but I've always been following my father. You know, my father, you know, if you have to carry us in the beach, mm -hmm. you know, carry he, my sister will be the one jumping water, and his sons will be the ones teaching to fight by the beach. So he grows up tough, mm -hmm. you know. 
Yeah. So you know, I, 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 I was, he always told us that, oh, you know, in his absence, we have to protect the family. Mm -hmm. So that was my mentality: protect the family. So mm -hmm. that that soldier like, yeah. you know, yeah. discipline that mm -hmm. he always taught me: that, hey, my family in danger. If there's a threat, protect them. As only after when I started to come out of that box and think about myself, then I realized how broken I was. And I always, I, I tried church. Mm -hmm. I went get prayed for all these but it didn't work because hurts. it was still hurting I was still mm -hmm. up in the night I was still struggling I was still crying I, I, as a boy you don't hear a mm -hmm. boy saying that he's in the bathroom and he's crying mm -hmm. okay, yeah. depressed you don't hear a boy saying that but that was me yeah. until one day and I didn't talk to my father for a year for about a year mm -hmm. from the minute I hear his name I just what do you, what do you want I don't care about him mm -hmm. mm -hmm. and then one day he decided he want to visit home to check home and he has always been a father to you. He is proud, even though he's done, he has done what he's done. He's always proud of his children because we have accomplished things that he never had the opportunity to do. Mm -hmm. And it, it hurts him to know that he has not contributed to what or to where we are. Mm -hmm. And so he liked to boast about that, yes, that's his children. And he built, he had built a shelf downstairs where he could put all my trophies and awards and whatnot for display mm -hmm. for when people come and they could see because he's proud and a day he came home because after he left you know he decided he decided he wanted to pass up about a year after and i sleep and he he woke up my sister and told her to wake me up and i get up vexed grumbling coming on me step what you want what you waking me for mm -hmm. what you waking me up for i don't want to talk to you but at that time i remember i crying myself to sleep and begging that I want to be released. I want to be different. Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to feel this pain anymore. Mm -hmm. And at that moment and that day, when I sat down on that couch and I saw my father walk up to that shelf and watch up, I saw something different. I saw, I didn't saw the hero, I didn't saw, see a man. I saw a cry for help. Mm -hmm. And while he was leaving, I decided to walk out behind him. I, I, I had no choice but to go and work after school in order to help home. And for some reason, I had put out some money and said, you know what, Shaq, you always seen about everybody, this for yourself. Go and buy something for yourself. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to take that money because my father had a gambling problem and he put the family in a lot of debts. But something tell me, you don't need that money right now. And I took the money and I went outside. Mm -hmm. And before he left, I called him and said, Dad, hold this. Mm -hmm. He watched him and he asked. Who said that? Telling nobody something just telling me you need this more than me right now. Mm. And that was the first time I saw this hero, this Spartan looking man, mm. break down and cry. Mm. And he was telling me, he said, he never wanted where the son have to be taken care of the father. Mm. And I hugged my father, and in that moment, I could have to tell him how much I hated him, mm. how much I don't like how he wronged his family. Mm -hmm. But I realized that was my moment to release, was yeah. my moment, you know, to take back that innocence that was taken away from me mm -hmm. you know take back everything that I had and I wanted to get back I just hugged not tell him I said hear what as the eldest son I will take up the mantle where I left off and I won't let the devil take control of the family mm -hmm. and that was it mm -hmm. I remember the last time I cried I had to creep that night after he woke up I creep up the step crying falling on the place crying and since then yeah you know but it has opened your mind it has mm -hmm. changed you things that's happened and it's changed and, uh, and I think um, with the self-worth and our maturity 
It doesn't happen just so. True. Something has to happen to trigger that. Yeah. yeah. And it's a triggering effect. And you know, we could sit and we could talk about it, you know, and it's not something that you could sit on one day and say, you know what? I go in and reflect and I want self. Yeah. I want to be mature today. I can wake up tomorrow. <laughs> something <laughs> has to happen. You know, something has to happen so, yeah. for mm. you to yeah. Yes, because there's this um I've, I don't want to call it a gift or talent, but mm -hmm. I want to agree with ter what Tariq said earlier, where with the body language yeah, you can yeah, read yeah, off yeah, people. Yeah. Um, yeah. If something yeah. comes with experience, you know, yeah. with maturity yeah. and that eye-opening, that conscious yeah. awakening. Yeah. I, and I've had people who tell who have to, told me before that don't do that to them because I could watch you and I could tell something wrong. I could tell the kind of person that you're by the way you act or the way you speak or the level or the um kind of communication that you want to engage in and so that's why I could agree with what it is you said and I have had people who told me for don't do that to them because they're so afraid and insecure of being seen, of being seen. yeah and I have the I, I, I because I'm not sure because of what I've been through in life that mm -hmm. I be um, able to see that but I'm glad for it because it helps me to know about, about myself how to keep to myself, who need the help, who to mm -hmm. go to, who not to go to. Yeah. But the self with a maturity, it takes a certain experience or experiences mm -hmm. in order for it to be awakened. Yes. It's something that needs to be triggered and mm -hmm. it's an unfortunate thing that it's not it's something really good to be awakened and right. maturity, but it's unfortunate that you need to have an ex a certain experience right. in order to reach that level and you know, there is always that oh, you're mature before your time, and I've always been told that you know you're mature before your time. Mm. But I didn't. It was right in the time. Was, it was supposed yeah, to. Yeah, and you know, um, you I heard you were talking earlier on about you know about the um when the old folks, mm. you know, and um when you mentioned that uh, at age fourteen, if they ask you to come and clean or something, right. and you know you'll um you will you'll be thinking about money. Me, for some reason, I thought I, I, I realized that I have been in the experience before and age young, and, and, and that was my experience. If somebody called me and tell me to come and do something yeah, for them, go. I was just going there. I was so excited because I grew up in more older folks in my area. I was always the victim of bullying, so nobody in my age or older liked me except in the older folks. So that was the people who more seemed myself with. Yeah. So I grew up with older folks, so the knowledge and they're always telling you certain things. So that's what I I grew up with. Mm -hmm. you know, so when people ask me to do something, I've never I'll never think of any monetary mm -hmm. gain. Even now, my mom she always tells me that there are things that I do for people that other people won't do for free, and she's like, "Why not charge them?" I was like. If I was in their situation and I know I can afford, I wouldn't want somebody to ask me where your money there. So, with that, we conclude podcast number six, which is the final segment of our self series. And it really was a pleasure having Emelise and Imaya here with us. Yes, I want to extend, um, say thank you to Melissa because she came all the way from Arima. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she actually Ooh. had a family emancipation. Yeah, her family was actually planned to be emancipated. She said she's dressed for it, but she decided to come down here wow. today. I should yeah. tell you that before we start. <laughs> 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 we were <laughs> nah, but really, really, thank you. Really, I appreciate it. Yeah. What she said is that, um, when she heard that you know, there's a group of young people on what we are doing, and that she um, wanted to su the support, you know, because she mm -hmm. encouraged positivity among young people. So, I appreciate it. Welcome. <laughs> Having the female perspectives will more than a blessing, and I think it is something that we definitely gonna have to work with in the future. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, right, there are a lot of topics that we aim to explore and we need 
the female yeah. perspective on the topics as they say well i don't know if they say it but it's something i heard somebody say <laughs> and i say you know females just come into your life and make everything better and i think we could bear witness to the truth in that statement so as we always say say please and thank you eat your fruits and veggies be respectful to everyone share your mangoes with your neighbor i think mango season all i think it done though still again mangoes from your neighbor smile at old people and find peace within yourself peace love and blessings hey, this is podcast number six and we'll see you all next week